0: Basically, my music is me. Yeah, if you listen to my whole album and didn't see my face, you would say, "Wow, this kid, you know, he's probably from a rundown neighborhood, and uh, you know, had hard times, and um, you know, he's just being truthful." You know what I'm saying? But if they were to see me, they, oh, he's one of the new kids' brothers. They would say, "Oh yeah, he's just a rich kid, and it's a bunch of bull, and this and that." My music, basically, it fits. It fits a lot of the people that I grew up around. You know. Like, kind of like tough neighborhoods and stuff. Hey, everybody, welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. Hey, team. And we're back again with another episode. Thank you, everybody, for checking out our last episode. Um, It was called Yes, I Do Talk White. Um, We got a lot of um, positive response from it. A lot of people dig my. White girl accent. And um yeah, it was a good good discussion. Remember you can always listen to Talk It Out podcast on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Tune In, Google Play, wherever you could possibly find a podcast. We are there. I promise you. Talk It Out Podcast. You can hit us up on our social media accounts. We have a Facebook, Facebook.com slash Talk It Out Podcast. We have an Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast. We have a Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pie. You can email us at Talk It Out Podcast at yahoo.com. Oh, also, big shout out to Demurf, um because we got a little something some going on with uh, with him and Rylan and Ross. Stay tuned for that, and we also have something coming soon with Look at Those Guys podcast. You don't want to miss it. You can look at our social medias and we can tell you when you can listen and where. So, let's get right into it. Today, we're going to talk about a controversial topic. We're going to talk about cultural appropriation. So, dun, dun, dun. Katie. Katie. Can you give me a good definition of what cultural appropriation actually is?
1: So, before everybody gets their pennies in a wad, I'm not getting this uh, from Webster or Webster. Yeah, I'm not getting it from there. I'm not getting this from Wikipedia. I'm getting this from a Cambridge Dictionary, um, and it states that it is the act of taking or using things from a culture that is not your own especially without showing that you understand or respect this culture.
0: Mhm. Okay. Um so what would be your own personal definitions? That was the the Cambridge one. What would be your personal definition of cultural appropriation and and maybe an example?
1: White people with dreads.
0: <laughs> okay. Why why do you feel that's a cultural appropriation?
1: Um, because it is not only like disrespectful, but like, I think white people, when, when white people have dreads, it kind of take a, it takes away from the fact that when black people have dreads, they get discriminated against and like work and they get called nasty and all these other things that really negative things, but white people, when they have dreads, it's deemed quote unquote cool and it's deemed, uh, you know, hippie ish or whatever. So it takes away from the fact that, you know, this is something that a culture has been doing for a really, really, really long time. And it basically, white people are just taking it, because they want to be, quote-unquote, cool. Does that
0: make sense? I think that was a really good point. Because, like, in the black community, like, you can't, children have dress. It's just like dress is just a, a normal thing that, that black, a normal hair natural hairstyle that a lot of black people have. It's not... I mean, sometimes you know, people say I'm Rastavarian or whatever, but majority of the time, just like, okay, I, I want to have dress, you, you know, and and it's not like a, oh, edgy, oh yeah, cool, look at me. It's just like a, okay, it's not even Ew. like it's it's just like okay, you have dress, okay, cool, like my brother has dress, like what, and um, but when white people do it, it's like. I wanna show the world that I'm off the edge, that I'm a rogue. Oh, look at me. I smoke a weed. Oh right. I have a dress. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like that. And then it's like okay. And and, and there they have there's not really a cultural tie to white people in dreads. So, you know, they cut it off. They can cut it off the next day. And it's like, okay, whatever. It's, it's no cultural tie to it. It's just like you put it on just to be cool and and oh. whatever. And, and they'll and that will kind of bring us to the Miley Cyrus thing in a second, but we won't get to that right now. So I will ask this to to the podcast family, or the podcast people. Uh, send your comments to at Talk It Out underscore Pod on Twitter or uh not SoundCloud comments. Why do we as Black people give certain non Black people a pass to culturally appropriate? Our culture. Like like I was saying, like, Fergie, how long has she been rapping with their uh, fake uh, hood twang and getting away with it? Now people are like, oh, ooh, Fergie. But she had been able to do it for, for so long. Just like with Justin Timmer, like when he first came into the scene, it was like, oh, Justin, he's singing R&B, he's singing Michael Jackson's reject songs And we love him, and he can dance. But now it's like, uh, now we don't like Justin Timberlake that much. You know what I'm saying? But we still let other people have passes, and we've let them continue to have passes. Like um, Bruno Mars, for example, which I know everybody's going to say his granddad or whatever is Puerto Rican. But I still call that culturally appropriate.
1: Uh, Justin Bieber, Post Justin Malone. Justin Bieber, Post
0: Malone, um, Riff Raff.
1: Riff Raff, terrible, absolutely terrible artist. And I don't even know if he's real or not. Nah. Um, Who else? Who, who is? Do you know who that rapper is? He's a, he's real chunky. And he has a- like Oh, yeah, oh hair. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Dang,
1: dang, dang, I don't know his name. But you know who I'm talking about. He was in a, a thing with- Chance um, Rapper. Cancer rapper, yeah, and um God, there's so many. Oh, Kid Rock, Kid like Rock, Kid Rock
0: yeah, back yeah, yeah. in the day. Um. Oh, and this also brings me like, let's just talk about because I saw an, an article this- on Facebook where it was talking about like how this this trend of these white actresses or these white performers and musicians having this black phase and then going back to the um, mainstream, softer, nicer, acceptable side has been happening right. for ages. Like look at um Mark Wahlberg. He was uh MC Mark was it Marky Mark Marky whatever in the nineties. Yeah. He was he was a so called rapper. Thought he was hood, thought he was gangster and did all types of crazy stuff where he could have been thrown in jail. And then all of a sudden, I guess he found the Lord and then he cleaned his image up. And now he's doing uh movies making millions of dollars because he used the blackness. He used that "quote unquote black hood edgy kosher to give him a leg up until it couldn't give him until he until he had taken all he could from that. And then he saw, "Oh, if I really want to make some money, I can't be going wild and being crazy and edgy with the black folks no more. So let me go on back to being nice and soft. And, and that's and really also, what it comes I to. Like yeah.
1: that, I feel like that's kind of, uh, maybe this is too extreme and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like this is kind of like the modern black face. Does it make sense? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, we're using black culture for entertainment and to get a one up and to and I know they don't maybe they're not thinking of it as that way but it's kind
0: of humiliating, you know what I'm saying? Right. And when you think about it, the the blackface culture not only was it making fun of black people, but a lot of times those those white people they were dressing up as black people could actually sing and dance and perform. So it was like you were getting a black performance with somebody that wasn't black, though. So it's like, oh, well, I feel safe because even though they can sing and dance and they are painted in blackface, they're not really black. So we can laugh and we can think it's hilarious or whatever. And... It just—it's just a horrible culture of this, and the what what just baffles me is that any time a white person shows any intra-rhythm and claps on the two and not the one, then everybody's ready to invite them to the black cookout, and it's like—is <laughs> it really that serious? And I think it kind of comes to the main point that we as black people, um. Not all of us, but as a culture, it seems like we're always seeking approval of the white gaze. So it's like we're always like, if a white person says, "Oh, I listen to Al Green. Yeah, I love some um, Keith Sweat." It's like, oh, they find our art accepting. Okay, oh, I like you now. Like, like, is that all the criteria you need for somebody to be a okay person? Like, mm. And and that hurts us a lot, so um, yeah, we're going off. But this is mainly coming to because of, of the Molly Cyrus thing. And Casey, are you familiar with with uh, what she recently came out and said? Um,
1: I know I've seen like some crazy stuff on Twitter, and then I also seen this picture of her on Facebook. I think it was on your feed actually, where in one picture. She was wearing her gold chains and her grills and really, really tight, tight pants and shirt and stuff. And then and the next picture beside it, she was like a changed woman and she should have had horses in the background and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask uh, you this. What did you think when Miley Cyrus started to make that transition from Disney Channel star to... Ratchet white girl.
1: Honestly. I'm not really caught up in celebrity bullshit. Um. But. I thought it was. Really really extra. And Justin Bieber. Did the same thing sort of. He was like you know. This little bitty tiny teeny bopper. And then he went from that. Directly into being crazy. Like Miley Cyrus. The only difference is, is that, no, also, I'm pretty sure Justin Bieber was caught saying the N word and like, Oh, they're just terrible. I don't know. There's not much that I can really say other than, no, I was just asking. So
0: you, you never saw uh, Hillary Clinton, you never saw Miley Cyrus, uh, acting crazy on the award shows. No, I don't care about all that. I never But you—you you never that. heard about it. And you never saw it.
1: I did hear about it. Yeah, where she had like dildos and everything like that. I heard all of that, but like I—I I never like paid it any attention because I was like, I don't care. But you like Justin Bieber's new stuff. I do like Justin Bieber's new stuff, but it's more poppy. Also, I want to say something because I feel really bad because I did really, 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 really. Really, like post Malone, I did, and I was kind of obsessed there for a second, but then he said the n word one, two, he's like really, really bad on drugs mm. I, I I say no to drugs, um, and three. I was very, I was looking at myself like, dang, you know what? This is really problematic. Why am I listening to him? Yeah. Okay.
0: So I had to, Anyways, yeah. I was just trying to see what you were going to say. But apparently, you don't have any thoughts because you're above celebrities. And that's okay. But let what? me ask you this. So, but you're, you're saying, you're, here's the thing, actually, because I'm going to get you on this one. You're saying that Justin Bieber's new stuff is more pop, right?
1: I feel like his new stuff is more, well, no, 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 no. Not all of his new stuff. He is still trying to be that black rapper because he just came out with a song called uh, Bankroll. I looked it up and it just came out like a few days ago. And he's, like, rapping as hard as he possibly can in that entire, that,
0: that thing. hmm And it's gross. So, Molly Cyrus pretty much said that, you know, um, she's a changed woman and she can't listen to hip-hop anymore because all it is is violence and sexism. Like she, like, she was not aware of what she was listening to while she was making the music. I'm pretty sure she uses some B's and some H's as well. Like, girl, Hold on come one. on. Hold on a second.
1: Wasn't she the one that said she was fighting misogyny by all the dicks and everything like that? Yeah, pretty
0: much.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: I'm sorry. Interesting. Uh, white people. It, it baffles me. That she thinks people will actually believe what she's talking about. Because here's the crazy thing. When when Party in the USA came out and she said a Jay-Z song was on. They asked her in the interview, what's your favorite Jay-Z song? Guess what she said. I don't listen to rap. What? A year and some change later, she's the biggest rap. Fan that you've ever seen. She's always dancing to rap. She's hanging around 2 chains, of course. She's hanging around Snoop. She's hanging around everybody. And now, apparently, since she sees it, there's only so far she can go being the runchy ratchet white girl. She's, oh, hip hop. What is this hip hop that thou speakest of? I'm pure. I'm a white lady. I'm a goddess. I do not listen to this savage hip hop.
1: My thing is, is like, while these people, while these rappers and while people, you know, are supposedly so in love with rap and rappers and hip hop, and they're so in love with black culture, they still are racist. Like at the end of the day, like a, uh, These guys are literally wearing gold teeth and and wearing chains and talking, like, rapping, literally rapping. But they still end up saying the N-word at the end of the day. Like, you have no respect for that culture or for the, you know, for the means or where hip-hop and everything has come from,
0: period. But that's the thing, and that's why I'm like, why are we inviting people to the cookout? Like, Just because they here's the thing, like I said, it's about that white approval. You're feeling like, oh, they want to be friends with me, they want to be associated with me, so they must be cool. They must like black people, when no, they're really literally using you to get to get further in their career and to not be seen as a teeny boppy Disney Channel artist. You're li- you're literally being used, and you're gonna be thrown away. Do you think Selena Gomez? is gonna stay doing songs with two chains. By the time that lady started, she's gonna be doing uh indie acoustic covers. <laughs> I promise you. Her and the my other mother Demi Lovato and all them folks, that this stuff is not going to last. And and that's literally that that's that's literally what we mean when we say cultural appropriation. It's like you taking somebody's culture. Hip hop is Majority of black people, or a lot of black people, life surrounds around hip-hop. It's our culture. It's created by people that look like us. They talk about things that we go through. We sell, We share common experiences. It's a way for people to express themselves. We have certain dances we've created from that. We have all types of culture and music and, and movies and even food that's based off of hip-hop. It literally surrounds us. And then you have people... And the outside looking in like, oh, I want some of that. That's going to make me seem more cool. That's going to help me sell some more records. And they take a part of it. Use it for their benefit, then throw it away. That's cultural appropriation. I want to ask you, so how do you
1: feel about, you know, uh, when Elvis Presley is called like the quote unquote king of rock?
0: I mean, obviously, that's that's not true. Obviously, he stole. First of all, even if he didn't steal, rock and roll was a predominantly African-American art form. He went down there to where the blacks were. He learned from them. And because he was white, he became the most well-known. And that's just kind of how it is sometimes. He definitely isn't the king. He's just the king because that's who the white people liked. There there's way many people that are that are better than him, like um Jackie Wilson. You can't tell me Elvis didn't steal his move from Jackie Wilson. And Jackie Wilson would have danced circles around Elvis Presley. Most definitely. And could sing better than him. So no, no, he's not. But so, yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, cultural appropriation basically it lets It lets people get rewarded for things that creators never got credit for. Like, for instance, obviously, I'm white. And I know who Elvis Presley is, but the guy you just named, I have no clue. And I can't repeat his name to you, like, at all. Mm. Because it's not that I wasn't listening. It's just that it's gone already. So, basically, I was going to say that... You know, um, and this isn't in regards to, like, music or anything like that. I'm just thinking about, like, Pocahontas and how, like, Disney's Pocahontas depicted it as, like, this teenager who falls in love with a, a white savior and all while, uh, you know, the white people are tearing down their, their trees and their forests and uh, their homes and all this crazy stuff. But, like, in reality, Pocahontas' real name was M-A-T-O-A-K-A. I don't want to murder that name. So, um, And she was abducted by Englishmen and was used as propaganda for racist practices. And that was all before she died at 21. So I think, you know, when we take certain cultures and we apply it to things like Disney movies, Um, We kind of like retell the whole story and lie about the whole story. And that's how cultural appropriation continues to thrive.
0: I don't know. They obviously didn't get any Native American input because there was a lot of backlash after it came out. Right.
1: And also, you know, if they were going to make a a good one, um, you're right. They could have had Native American people. They could have spoke with Native American people, but instead, little white Disney decided they were just going to make whatever they wanted, so... Yep. Yep, and that that's more, you know, that's not just, it's not just hip-hop that that happens in. It's literally everything, so...
0: So, let's, let's talk about uh Bruno Mars really quickly, um... I'm sure this will be controversial for some people. Okay, so, as of late, um, Bruno Mars has been, actually, through the majority of his career, but now it's becoming a little more prevalent to me, he has been taking or being influenced by um, funk and old-school soul music, hip-hop, and R&B. The the biggest one, I think, or the one that kind of catapulted him and kind of made him, like, say, I'm finna do funk, is Uptown Funk with that Mark guy. And then, uh, you know, he did stuff like 24 Carat Magic and all that stuff. And I think that is... I'll call that cultural appropriation. I'll just come out and say it. And I know people are going to say, well, his grandfather or his father is a Puerto Rican descent. But just because he is a Puerto Rican descent does not mean he has African in his blood. I actually looked up um, an article that was naming uh, the races that Bruno Mars consists of. And he's got Ukrainian, American, Filipino, Hispanic, Jewish, Hawaiian, Puerto Rican, European, Hungarian. Asian, Spanish, and I'm sure there's probably African sprinkled in there, but it's the man is not black. So I think that is a quintessential example of not only cultural appropriation, but of him getting a pass. The man is racially ambiguous. I will give him that. So I think that does play in his favor. But as far as just taking a genre... That is a culture for some. Like, funk music has been out since 60s, 70s-ish. And a lot of the people who do funk for a living, like have always done funk, they will never get to that height of success that Bruno Mars did. Bruno Mars took a genre, and because of his racial ambiguity, and because of his mainstream appeal, was able to... Profit and make millions off of it. And I know he's come out and said that, you know, American music is black music, which okay, that's cool, that's fine, thank you. But the overall, that still does not negate the fact that this is just as much cultural appropriation as Justin Timberlake doing some R&B tones. He's a non-black person surrounding himself around black people to give him more credit To do this type of music. And he is making hits off of traditionally African-American genres of music. Now, do I think in 20, 30 years that Bruno Mars will still be doing quote-unquote black music? I don't think so. I think in 20 or 30 years Bruno Mars will be doing... Well, actually maybe he will. I'm thinking he's probably going to be doing like reggae or some like soft rock stuff in about 30 years. So I really think... His 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 example is just like everybody else. It's just a way to heighten your your fame and popularity by singing hip and cool, or surrounding yourself around black people, doing they type of music, getting invited to they cookout, and then in a couple years we'll see if you'll still be doing uh black music, but I really don't think so.
1: What do you feel how do you feel about like black people who who have culturally appropriated other cultures. For instance, Beyonce Mm -hmm. in the video, what was it? Who was it? Coldplay video. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, him for the weekend.
0: Well, of course, when I saw it, I was like, oh, my goodness, really? But, of course, on Tumblr, it lasted. Like, people talked about it for literally, like, 30 minutes, and then I didn't see nothing else because the next day, or the next week, she released um, Lemonade? I want to say, I think that next week or a couple of days later, she released Lemonade. So like everybody forgot about it. But I, I was like, I couldn't believe it. And I saw a lot of people playing it down. Like, well, you know, she consulted with them. They, she consulted with that. But it's still the same thing. We can't, we have to be consistent. We, we got to be consistent. If we and say, how
1: can we hold, like, why are we not holding Beyonce responsible for her actions, but, you know, we're holding, um, we're holding Molly responsible for her actions. Obviously, they're two different people, but, like, why are we holding one but not the other?
0: I think it's just bias. We all have our own biases. And when there's, when there's it's when it deals with somebody that you actually, like, you just make excuses for them. I mean, that's just that's just human nature. But in general, it's not good to do because you need to just be you need we need to be consistent. If we ain't going to call one out, then we don't have a right to call another one out. So, I don't feel what she did was was in good taste. Now she may have gotten some uh, blessings or whatever, but that's still like Justin Tim- Justin Bieber saying, "Well, or uh, Two chains said I can wear this this chain and I can put a grill in my mouth," and uh, Al Sharpton said I can uh get get a Caesar haircut and this net, and, and it's still like okay, so. <laughs> like that that their community, the Indian community, Southeast Asian community has every right to be offended. Just because you asked three people that you if you could do something doesn't mean that people ain't gonna get offended. And it doesn't mean that you did not culturally appropriate. So yeah. It's, it's wrong, it's wrong on it's wrong on all fronts, no matter no matter who's doing it.
1: And also, I think that um, a lot of people look at India, like a lot of Westerners, look at India as like this eat, pray, love type of thing. Come find yourself here. Yeah. And then it was like even more so whenever everyone sees Beyonce there. Also, Selena Gomez had a bindi on her forehead in 2013 at the MTV Movie Awards. I'm reading that now.
0: Yeah, I remember that.
1: Just like... Oh.
0: And oh. and I'll give you I'll give you an example of cultural appropriation in uh a smaller sense. Um, Drake, for instance. Now, of course you're gonna say Oh yes. Um, you know, he's got the Jamaican action, he's speaking patois, however you say it, P A T O I S. And they say apparently in, in um Toronto there's a really big Jamaican culture there. And so a lot of people do that, whatever. And I I say okay if he came out the jump talking like that, I'd say all right, that's cool, that's fine. But this man was talking like ner- Nettie the nerd at first. <laughs> then he thought he needed to be a little hood and a little hard. And now all of a sudden, he's from the the uh the the island man, and he's he's he knows all the the patois, he knows all the the words and all this stuff. Like, dude, that's literally the best definition of cultural appropriation of a, a, a black person that man yeah. was not talking like that a year ago but he saw that he could take something that people actually live in their culture the way that they talk stuff that actually is important to them and put it on to sell some records and that's why I didn't like when he went. He, he goes over there to Memphis he did that little music video in Memphis carrying around the little black kids and high-fiving the little hood kids and standing there with Project Pat them like he, he stay in Memphis. Like, he always in Memphis. Like, he always in the hood just to sell some records and just to give himself street credit. Dude, you are a culture vulture. Dude, that is cultural appropriation. Even though we both from the same race, you appropriating because you definitely ain't from no Memphis culture. Your daddy might be, but you ain't. Mr. Toronto man
1: (sighs) so I was reading an article um on the Guardian I don't know why I was on there but anyway Mm -hmm. and it was saying something about how they felt like the Shea Moisture advertisement was cultural appropriation if you don't know what that is it it was basically was is Basically, a video where they had like a white girl, a con, i mean, maybe mixed girl—and um, what was it? Two other white girls. Anyway, mm. their hair was like brown, red. And I don't remember the other girls' hair, but they were all talking about how I was teased for having terrible hair. Blah blah blah. How do you? How do you feel about that, Gabby? Do you think that that was cultural appropriation?
0: I wouldn't say it was culture appropriation but I don't think I would have called it culture appropriation because it was they if they would have said like the natural hair movement then I thought I think it would be cultural appropriation. But I think they were um it was just in bad taste. It was just it was just it was just in bad taste. It was that was not a smart business move on their end. And they alienated a lot of people and they're gonna lose business.
1: I think also you said the you said the natural hair movement, but I think, you know, that's kind of what they were going for in that in that video. And doesn't like the natural hair thing play into cultural appropriation, especially when you're talking about like braids and natural hair with black women, period.
0: I think if it would, I would have called it cultural appropriation if it was like the white girls are saying, we're part of the natural hair movement, too. Like, had some braids in their head or something like that. Now, braids, definitely, because I just saw a story, a charter school. I can't remember where it was, but it was in America. And they have, they literally will send you to detention. And kids have gotten suspended for having braids in their head. Just braids. In their wow. hair, the, the black population is 17%. Everybody else there is white. They say they want to create a culture where everyone is equal and there's no distractions. Since when is my hair a distraction? And that, that's, that's what it comes to because like this is like stuff we normally do. Black people normally get dreads. Black people normally get braids. Black people normally get afros. A white person puts on that puts on dress and afros and embrace to make a statement that they cool and and on the edge and stuff like that because everything associated with black is automatically raunchy, edgy, and um, or whatever. It just it's go so gross. Like people just see you as. This That this, this goes in kind of into objectification because they don't really see you as a person and they don't respect right. your culture as something that belongs to you. They feel it's something they can pick up like in a grocery store, picking some grapes out of a bag to eat. You know what I'm saying? It's just That kind of
1: reminds me of like uh, Cinco de Mayo where it's kind of in America has turned into Cinco de Mayo where <laughs> all the white people are just getting drunk. And they're like, yeah, umbrero is like what
0: Reality,
1: like that's wrong, and you definitely should not do that because that's cultural appropriation,
0: right? It's just another. And why? Why do they even like? Why does the United States even celebrate that? Like, weren't we fighting against Mexico because they? Like, weren't we still in their land? Like, I don't know. But um, cinco de mayo, cinco de mayo. Oh yeah, no, I gotta say it in my country voice,
1: cinco de mayo. And yes. what's so crazy and ironic to me is the fact that like literally over half well over half of the Americans were um voted for Trump who was
0: like, yeah, build a wall. Like I'm I'm just confused. That's li- that's what I'm talking about. I'm You're using so their confused. culture, something that happened to them. It was it's not their Independence Day. But it's something that's important to them, something that probably means a lot to them, and we're like, "Oh, time to drink. like but literally that's just our culture, it's Western culture as a whole. like white people do it to black people, but us as Westerners, we do that too. Like think about Thanksgiving. Why do we celebrate that? That is terrible. why do we why do we celebrate Christopher Columbus Day? Why that is horrible? Help us, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's uh, we're gonna say about that for for now. But before we go, we need to recommend some stuff.
1: Recommend, recommend. We need like a little, a little, Jesus.
0: A little. I recommend. Jeez, that's some play it song. We ah, need ah, no, right, we need a
1: the theme
0: song for that. I'm gonna I'm play gonna... that one first for for this week, and then I'm gonna play, I'm gonna make a theme song for that. Recommend. Um, what have I seen? What have I watched? What have I done? I want to recommend. I want to recommend. I want to recommend. I just want to recommend everybody to have a good to to get go out and get some fresh air and get some vitamin D and stuff. Like it feels so good outside now, and it's not extremely hot where like you'll melt in the sidewalk. So like, it's really I was a good up time. Okay, I guess because you wear like long sleeves. It's really That's a true. good time to just enjoy life. And and I'll recommend this. Stop taking everything so seriously and stop being so mad. Oh, my goodness. Y'all are shortening your lives by being so angry. Your blood pressure is too high. I
1: feel attacked.
0: I didn't name no names, but I'm just saying. But life, you're pointing your elbow at me. Okay. I can feel it. Life is too short. <laughs> just live life. Most of the time, these folks don't even be talking about you when you just just catching attitudes just for the fact that you want to catch an attitude. Be happy. Uh... Gosh. What do you want to okay. recommend?
1: Are, are you done?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Are you done being everyone's mom? Yes. Um. I recommend uh this new documentary series that is on Netflix. It's like two years old, but I think they recently put it on Netflix. It's called South Pacific. Mm-hmm. It is uh narrated by Benedict Cumber Dude. Ew. And um which honestly I did I was like ew at first, but his voice isn't that bad. It's actually really soothing. It uh-huh. was weird. Um but ASMR, anyway I know, right? And it's really funny because he can't say penguin in part of it, and instead he says penguins, and (laughs) (laughs) it's so funny. Anyway, yeah, if you're into documentaries or if you're into, uh, you know, nature and learning, then I would definitely check out that documentary series. It's great, and you learn some really great things, especially about the world. Um, I also want to recommend that everyone takes a bath this week and brushes their teeth. I know, Please. you know, there's depression out there. There's other crazy things that are stopping us from doing that. And I just hope that you all have a bath and brush your teeth at least once this week. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. another thing i like to recommend if you haven't already seen it, it's old, but it's so great, is Breaking Bad. Uh, really, really great, great. Um, and uh, I recommend th- you check out KT's
0: Instagram.
1: Oh, but yes, please go to my art page. It is KT underscore does art on Instagram and also on Twitter. I also have a Tumblr, ktdoesart.tumblr.com. dot com. Um, I do logos for really cheap. I also can do portraits for you um and everything in between i paint acrylic i'm really great so check me out and add me i'll probably follow you back
0: and uh, so black, if you don't don't know what that is you better ask somebody we having a good time over there if you don't know what that is you missing out girl you better hit us up so we can tell you how to get in it and um what else um, remember our when your anniversary is coming up in August, big things planned for that. My birthday coming up next month. Hey,
1: um, hey, hey! If I'm y'all want to get up. Gabby something, uh, you can drop some cashola in our cash app, which is Talk It Out Podcast, <laughs> or you can also send it to our PayPal, PayPal dot uh, me slash Talk It Out Podcast. Or if you just want to send, if you want to send
0: me some clothes or something like that or a hat. We'll set something up Just hit me up
1: Send it to my uh, address My address is 11111
0: None of your business We'll figure it out Um, Thank you guys again for listening We love you guys so much We appreciate all the love every single time We love you And we like (laughs) doing this And we like that you like what we do And every time we, we hear somebody give us a compliment It's like what? People actually listen to this thing like and we're really nerdy. You do you actually like think that? we're semi not dorky? Ooh. Oh. Oh. I see you. Um so yeah, thank you for listening to Talk It Out podcast. This is your girl Gabby. KT. Uh, and this has been Talk It Out. Talk it out. Talk it out. Talk it out.